everyone, all of us to an extent, has a bounce back story. One of the very best, now official, belongs to Mitch Keller. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Brewers 6, Pirates 3, couldn't care less. I'm sorry. I was over at the ballpark yesterday covering the game. I can't even come up with 10 to 15 seconds of quality material off of what happened on the field. Other than Nick Gonzalez hit a two-run homer that went a great distance and again up into that grass in front of the bushes in center field. And that's all. Did you know, and this is kind of a timely bit of information considering other circumstances with the franchise, that Keller was a second-round pick of the Pirates in 2014. Uh Uh-huh. Nine years ago. Took him nine years to become a National League All-Star, which he did in receiving the news first off yesterday morning from Derek Shelton in front of the entire clubhouse. And then a little bit after that, I asked him, What the reaction was from his teammates, we're not in there when that happens. And you'll want to listen to his answer, but then listen right after the answer when I say something to him to the effect of, dude, you look like you can barely breathe right now. He, well, just listen. Uh, Yeah, it was really cool. Um, Yeah, just all super proud. Um, especially all the teammates that have been with me, like Key Bryan and, and Reynolds and, geez, even Brubaker. And God, I'm probably missing a few, too, that have been with me in the Pirates for a long time. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool um, just to see their support. And, I mean, them having the most confidence in me the last two, three years is really cool. And just everyone sticking with me and, and showing me their support and giving me their love. And it's been awesome. You almost seem out of breath here, dude. Yeah, I'm just getting emotional, man. Uh, it's, yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was exactly what it sounded like. He He broke down there. I did not mean to push that button. But I had noticed throughout the entire session that he seemed like he he was out of breath. So I finally said something. And the outpouring that you hear there is just so very much Mitch. There are people who see grownups cry, maybe even just specifically men cry and think to themselves that it's some sort of sign of weakness or lack of toughness. And that was one of the accusations, many accusations that was levied against Mitch in the three, four years that he was struggling to really find himself in the bigs, that he was afraid to use his stuff, that he was afraid to pitch inside the right-handed hitters, that he had some Chris Benson slash Kip Wells, for those of you who go back to them, nibbling traits. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was among his critics. I don't know how anyone couldn't have been over a significant percentage of his career. He was the major's worst regular starting pitcher. It's not an insult. It's not a shot. It's a statistical fact. But that is as his longtime teammate JT Brubaker was telling me from across the room, 
That's a big part of what hardened Mitch. That's a big part of uh, the positive motivation. Again, here, just listen to JT. He puts it way better. I want to talk about it, downtimes and this, but I mean, it gets, it gets you to where, where you are now. And that's definitely, um, I think, was a fuel for Mitch. Um, hit some bumps, road, um, got some bruises, but uh, he always got back up, got back out there, and, and this is where it gets you. Um, he's learned uh, to take those bumps and uh, knows that feeling of them and doesn't ever want to feel it again. There's a, a general lesson in this, I think, not just for, you know, Mitch Keller or a starting pitcher or someone in the big leagues or whatever. I just mean in life. He believed in himself. When I go back to a few years ago and Mitch was in a room with, and you're going to have to come up with a year yourself, but he was in there with Chris Archer and Joe Musgrove and, a, you know, a couple other guys who were a little bit older, definitely more established. And I asked Mitch, what, what's your goal for this year? And he said, every level that I've ever pitched at, I've been the, the staff ace. That's you know what I'm shooting for here. And he wasn't saying it in some you know big shot look at me. He was saying that that was his actual motivation. He didn't want to see Archer and Musgrove and the other guys fade or fall off or lose out in some sort of mythical competition. He just saw himself as being that guy. And maybe that's part of the reason why when Mitch finally did find himself, as he noted with the help of a lot of people, and let's give Oscar Marine credit for this one. And by that, I mean a lot of the credit. When he found it, uh, he wasn't about to stop at, oh, okay, I'll just be, you know, the best pitcher on the Pirates. He's become one of the best pitchers in all of Major League Baseball, and there just can't be a better story in the sport than that one from yesterday. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street, from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit projectchildsafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from Frank, who asks, very simply, this pitching is a long, long way to go, doesn't it? You know, Frank, it, it, it kind of does. And I'm sure, since you sent this after the game yesterday, that you're referring mostly to what was seen there. Now, Rich Hill is 43. He's not part of anybody's future. 
But we've also seen over the past few days some inconsistencies from Luis Ortiz, from Johan Oviedo continuing to have those first inning struggles. Uh, Osvaldo Beto didn't impress anywhere near as much in his most recent start as he had before that. So that's what you're going to get with a younger rotation. I know nobody wants to hear that. I know that sounds like company line. I know that sounds like something you'll hear from Derek Shelton and roll your eyes at and say, that's not good enough or whatever, but it just happens to be true. There are going to be teams, there are going to be opponents, specifically inside the division, that are going to have a really, really good book on your younger guys, and they're going to have seen them more than once. So they're going to counterpunch a lot faster than, let's say, an American League team might. I really thought, by the way, over the weekend that Oviedo was exposed in this regard. Milwaukee was just sitting there as if they were waiting. They had figured out something. I don't know if it's a tip of the pitches or if it's uh, the shape of a certain pitch is coming or a pattern that had formed between Oviedo and his battery mate. It just it looked like the Brewers were sitting there waiting to tee off, and they were waiting to do that like this right off the bat. And that's something that Oviedo and Oscar Marine are going to have to work out. And that's something that applies just as well to the other guys that I've mentioned. And I might as well throw Rowanzi Contreras into it, too, because the Brewers were all over him, even though he's not starting anymore. They have a book. And... The Padres maybe don't have anywhere near as good a book, and the Pirates were able to kind of shut them down. The Pirates have now lost, since I'm on this tangent, 12 of their last 13 games inside the Central Division. Do you know that? And you might be bringing up why. Because the Pirates pitching, including their youngest pitching, has looked, you know, okay against most teams, just not at all inside the Central. Going to always go back to that Clint Hurdle line. The game's going to punch you. It's how you counterpunch that defines who you are in your baseball career. As long as we're on the, you know, fighting to make it through tough times theme today with Mitch Keller going to the All-Star game. I am not going to dump on the quality of the young starting pitching that the Pirates have amassed, especially in light of, let's remember now, some major injuries to right-handed pitchers this year. You heard from Brubaker in the opening segment, but remember, Vince Velasquez was supposed to be here all along and was doing quite well back in that April eruption for the entire team. Rowanzi was part of this rotation, and then he wasn't. So, a lot of this has been, you know, manufactured or pasted together on the fly. In particular, Beto. I mean, Beto wasn't supposed to be anywhere near the major leagues. Beto came up and showed well. Now he got hit once. Let's see how he responds out on the West Coast trip. I don't see it as dire for the simple reason that I do see live arms. I don't see this rotation being where. I was going to try to do this without being mean, but like where you're rolling Bryce Wilson out there every fifth day, okay? I mean, that's that's when you're going, wow, what is actually happening here? I remember Will Crow as a starter. That did not go well. 
This team has advanced past that. If you look at the stuff, the pure stuff that you're getting out of Ortiz, Oviedo, Beto, and sooner rather than later, Quinn Priester, the pitching is in okay shape from a talent perspective. It just all has to come together. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. There will not be one tomorrow because of the 4th of July. We'll be back on Wednesday. 